Welcome to the Behind the Vision podcast. In this episode with Ben, we chat on starting a business right out of college, different marketing strategies you can use when launching a brand, and getting the first online sale. I hope you enjoy the show. To kick things off, how have you been doing mentally the past week? Pass. We're getting deep right away. Yes, getting deep right away. I hate to be, be like negative right away, but I'm gonna be honest. I've been pretty unmotivated this last couple of days. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm sure we'll get into it with the business stuff, but I, it's mostly due to that. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a lot of challenges, a lot of setbacks with that, and it's like we'll get there. Launch is coming yeah. up, so for sure. And I mean, yeah. everything isn't sunshine and rainbows all the time, and it's just ebbs and flows of like being motivated and being super unmotivated at yeah. times this week just happened to be one of those weeks where i just i don't know i just wasn't the most motivated for some whatever reason yeah took a little step back but okay what what kind of has kept you going this week this week i'm gonna be honest i honestly didn't do much this week because it's just just was i've been going hard that the last couple weeks just kind of Working on behind the scenes stuff, but this week I just kind of took the week off, just kind of chilled out a bit, and then mm-hmm. hopefully get back at it, get back to it this weekend or yeah Monday or something. But sweet, yeah, I mean yeah, it's definitely just like another, you know, just roller coaster ride. So we'll definitely get back on it for sure. But to kind of provide maybe a little background for listeners, would you be able to share a little bit about? where you grew up, where you went to school, kind of what you're doing now. Yeah, so let's see, I grew up in Plymouth, went to uh, Maple Grove High School. After that, went to college in Mankato, did uh, mechanical engineering there for five years. Um, Took a little victory lap that fifth year. And actually that fifth year, like happened to be one of the best things that's ever happened to me, just because I actually, that's when I figured out that I liked business. Like I was doing the engineering stuff and I honestly never really like saw myself do, like going into engineering. Mm-hmm. It was always kind of like a backup plan for me. So I ended up finishing the engineering degree, but the way I actually ended up figuring out I was into the business stuff was it's just super random. But do you remember like four years ago that like Ty Lopez like YouTube ad mm. like here in my garage yeah, type yeah. thing? <laughs> that blew up. Dude, that, was, that was massive. That was super big. And I remember watching that and it was about like starting a social media marketing agency you know mm-hmm. and that was like the big thing four years ago and I just remember thinking to myself I'm like dude people are in our gener like our generation I feel like no social media better than like most of these millionaires making or the older generations making millions off this kind of stuff and so that just kind of got me started thinking like building a business is super hard but I don't think it's as hard as people make it seem so like it kind of started, got me started into like researching all this kind of stuff. And so what gave you that initial like idea of like, oh, creating a business is super easy than like what you originally thought it was. I don't want to say it's easy. I want to say like, I think people make it, it's definitely not easy at all for sure. I think people make it seem harder than it actually is. And I think it's in their best interest, too, if they want to, like, sell their course or whatever, you know, like, whatever. Um, But that, like, is really what got me started into, like, thinking that I I can for sure do this, even at, like, a pretty pretty relatively young age. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. What originally, so you went to school for mechanical engineering. What kind of stemmed or interest you to do that in college, to pursue that path? So pretty much my whole family's been engineers. Like my dad was a mechanical engineer. His dad was like electrical engineer. So I never even like thought about doing any other major. Like for one second, I just knew I was going to do engineering. Okay. And obviously when I started college, I had no clue. Like I wanted to do the business stuff. And we'll get into that. I I know there's like no context on that right now. But um, yeah, it would just kind of go to engineering, do engineering, figure it out from there basically. Okay, so it's kind of like a family tradition. Yeah. Then almost. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of... So I originally went to school for, like, finance business because that's kind of what my parents was doing as well. 
So I can definitely feel that because you're surrounded by a lot of that culture when you're just growing up. So mm-hmm. that's kind of your first thought of wh- what you want to do in college and just you test look up it to out. your parents too. So yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. I never even really thought I would do anything else. So okay. that's kind of why I did it, why I did engineering. So yeah, I liked it though. It was, yeah. yeah. Nice. And who knows, maybe I'll get an engineering job someday, but yeah, maybe you'll be able to engineer a product. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Maybe I'll use it. Nice. I'd like to use it at some point. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, as of now, I haven't used it at all, but. Mm-hmm. Um, what, let me think. So after you got your mechanical engineering degree, did you immediately go get a job after that? Or did you kind of just take some time for yourself? So I actually graduated right when COVID was like ramping up. So that was like kind of my sign to like not get a job right away and like try to focus on like the business stuff um at that point i didn't really know like what i wanted to start yet i was just i just knew i wanted to start a business and i knew i wanted to do something that i was like passionate about because like my whole thing is like i wanted to start a business where three years down the line like you want to work with people like who you want I guess want to work with if that makes sense like my passion was like fitness and working out and stuff and so I wanted to go into an industry where three years down the line I can look and say okay those would be cool people to work with so that's kind of why I picked like the fitness industry and really the whole idea behind the product was like I was just looking around and I was like there's only like chocolatey based like chocolate flavors vanilla flavors of protein powder there wasn't there wasn't really like a refreshing fruity drink kind of like a pre-workout if you if you ever had like a pre-workout yeah you know it's yeah. kind of like that more refreshing consistency mm-hmm. i just always thought like why isn't there like a fruity option or like a refreshing option and i started doing research on it and it turns out like right when i had the idea um my manufacturer actually invented an ingredient that allows you to do do so so I reached out to them and I was like the, one of the first people to like start making flavors and going through all the formulation process and stuff. And so that's really where I, where I got the idea from. So it's basically a protein powder that's fruity flavors, has the consistency of like a juice or pre-workout. And the, the whole thing is supposed to be like more refreshing than like a chocolatey, like regular protein shake basically. Yeah. In the protein kind of industry, do you think they started with like that milky flavor because like whey is you know substitute of milk and they didn't want to like go to that route directly or do you know why they didn't you know use a similar flavor to like pre-workouts initially i think the whole reason is because the whey, like when you mix it up with water the consistency is like thicker so like if you really don't want like a thick like fruity drink i'd feel like that just sounds kind of weird but like the their this new ingredient they made made the consistency like a juice kinda. So that's what allowed you to do the fruity flavors. Okay. Which like no one really did before that. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. Interesting. How did you end up connecting with your manufacturer who had the like that ingredient for it? So the funny thing is this I I reached out to like a random like fitness influencer because I I just didn't know like who to reach out to basically. And he, he introduced me to the manufacturer I'm currently working with, with which is a company. Their headquarters is in, in uh, Minnesota, and their like, facility, like their manufacturing facilities in Wisconsin. So it's pretty close. The only problem with them like very early on was that their minimum order quantity, like the number of bottles I could, I could order, was like super high. Like it was 2,100 bottles per flavor, which if you, if you do the math, it's a lot of money up front, basically. So that was that was almost a year ago when we first reached out to them and we're like, okay, this is like way too much for us to start. Like we need to like look look other places. So I reached out to like probably at least 50 other manufacturers, got like samples from them, like had them like formulate a bunch of stuff for us. And there were just always a problem, like one problem with each one. Like we couldn't get the flavoring right. When you shook it up in a blender bottle, it like foamed up too much or like we couldn't get the pricing right or something like that. And those companies, like their quantities were like way lower, like in the 500 range maybe. 
whereas that first one was the 2100 range. But that first company, like, were the only people that could actually make a product that I felt comfortable, like, selling. Like, all the other ones that, like, it was, it was basically, like, the foam, a foaming problem. Like, when you mix it up, it, like, foamed a bunch. And, like, in those blender bottles, it almost, like, pressurized it. So it just, like, when you opened it, it like, blew up, basically. And the first company figured it out. And really the only problem there was then the, the quantity. So each flavor, the minimum order quantity was 2,100 bottles. So that's 4,200 bottles for two flavors, which it's at, it adds up a lot. And then I was talking to my family about it and they're like, if you really believe in the product, like you need to go for it. And so we went for it and we placed the order I think May 30th with them. and For, they, for how many bottles? 4,200. 4,200. Yeah. Dang. So that we, we, we've been like mapping out like where we're going to like keep it in our house and stuff. Because we're, we're going to be, I live in my parents' house. So we're going to be shipping all those out like from my parents' house basically. And we've been mapping it out like it's going to be like floor to ceiling, like our whole living room. Like we got to like clear out the basement for all the boxes because 4,200 boxes we were doing the math like last night, trying to figure out like we're gonna keep that, and it's a lot. Like, mm-hmm. like forty two hundred boxes is like floor to ceiling like four times, four or five times. Yeah. So, how how big would you say, like, the surface area would cover for all those boxes? Um. Here, well, I brought the bottles. If you want to see. Oh yeah, sure. So you can get this is a little video exclusive. Yeah. Oh, I saw a video of when you were making these in the oven. Yes, sir. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah, so they're shrink sleeves. So I literally just like put these on in my oven. So do you have to create all of these in your oven? No, no. Okay, dang. (laughs) (laughs) When I saw that video, I was like, oh, gosh, I hope he doesn't have to create all these in his oven. Could you imagine? Dude, that would would take years. (laughs) That would be insane. So how did you come up with a concept for branding this, for the name, for the colors? So I initially reached out for the labels. I, well, let's start with the logo first. I kind of started with that. Um, I actually got scammed out $500 from a dude on Instagram. So some dude on Instagram just reached out to him, was like trying to get a logo. He was, he seemed like a pretty reputable dude, like just didn't answer stole my money basically dang didn't answer hasn't answered still so i was i asked one of my buddies who doesn't even do like graphic design or anything i was like dude you want to just like make me a logo for 50 bucks and he made this okay i was like solid super clean um did you have any trouble with you know registering the name for like a business or even trying to like get a domain domain so there is like a software company called seek but other than that, there's like, that's the only company out there basically. Okay. So not really worried about like trademark. I actually haven't trademarked it yet, mm-hmm. which I probably should soon, but. Yeah. With trademarking brands, it's, um, you can put the TM by it and that means you're in the process of trademarking it. And then I think when you get it trademarked, I think then you put a different logo by it. Huh. I think that's how the, you know, the symbols go for it yeah i gotta look into Um, that honestly but yeah i think this is the first time that i've seen an emoji used on like a packing before i want it to be like i don't want like the packaging to be so serious Hmm. like look at the look at the last line here may your protein goals be hit and your body be looking fit way (laughs) man nice (laughs) that's awesome did you write that yeah Oh, I was just thinking, like, good. if you saw that in a bottle, would you, like, appreciate that a little bit? Like, oh, a little, for little sure. laugh? Like, I don't know. For sure. Yeah. Just, like, some, something funny there. Mm-hmm. So are you really interested in building uh, products like the your protein powder here? And is that something you'd want to do in the future is, you know, being able to take ingredients and build products and create them? Or are you more so interested in the concepts overall of, like, what a product could be? Are you saying like, will I make other products in the future? Um, more so like, so, you know, within a product, there's a lot of ingredients and there's a lot of ingredients that make up a product. Are you interested in that route and being able to 
formulate something that would fit maybe your needs and maybe other people's needs? Or are you more on the side of taking like an idea and having someone else help formulate it? I'm definitely you? not like into the formulation side. That's okay. all like I hire like a manufacturer. They're, they're all like food scientists. They work with all that stuff. I definitely will not claim to be an expert on that kind of stuff. So hopefully in the future, like I want to obviously be like a lot more informed on like all my products and stuff, which I'm pretty informed. I'm not an expert. That's why I have like the manufacturer and stuff. But I do think like just bringing an idea to life is super interesting to me. So I'm kind of more on that side. Yeah. What was it like when you got your first product created or even you tasted, I guess, the first sample? So what do you mean by first product created? Just like like this kind of? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's honestly super cool. Like I've been working on this for... I think like a year and five months now, which initially I thought it was going to take four months. Mm. So it's been super cool. Like it's been a long time coming. It almost doesn't seem real because it's taken so long, but it's just like super cool to see. And like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm really excited. I'm kind of nervous for people to try it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, like you tried you brought, it. Yeah. yeah I've, I've tried it. It's great. I love it. Cause it's, it's definitely a good difference between a lot of the, protein powders that you taste normally today where it's that heavy milky taste to it and it's not super refreshing where like these are similar to maybe like a pre-workout or a bca supplement yeah. where it's like refreshing and you feel good you feel better after mm -hmm. drinking it and even i think there's a lot of people that are also lactose sensitive yep and for like it's it's i feel like it's only growing in the population of people being lactose sensitive so I didn't really see an effect at all from taking it. It's supposed to like, like a lot of people say like regular protein makes them feel kind of bloated. That's also another thing where it's, it does, it's not like it's thick. So it's kind of like, it doesn't really make you feel as bloated for the most part. Okay. So that's kind of another thing, but yeah, it's really only like five basic ingredients and like it's mm -hmm. gluten free, lactose free, like peanut free facility. I tried to like make sure all that stuff was. It's pretty basic, yeah, pretty basic stuff, but yeah. Yeah. What was the biggest roadblock you encountered while building this brand? Biggest roadblock I encountered? It's got to be for sure finding the right manufacturer. I think I reached out, like I have a spreadsheet of probably like a hundred of them. And I would, it just was, took forever. Like it took over a year to like find the right one, like get the flavors that taste good. Like we, these weren't even the initial, initial flavors we, we, we did. We started with like lemonade, I think. And it just didn't taste very good. Like I wanted the first ones that just taste like super good. Like right off the bat where everyone's like, dude, this is, mm -hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. And really like out of like 50 manufacturers, like no one knew how to really make this product except for that one manufacturer. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's I've, really what made yeah. it take so long. Yeah, I've looked online for different manufacturers, even like in the clothing industry for like finding blanks. It's really hard to find people. Yeah. And even their user experience on their site, it's not really good. And when you're the small guy reaching out to them, they could care <laughs> less about you. So it's like even more tough. Mm -hmm. How did you distinguish yourself from all the other people that were maybe like messaging the manufacturer? Did you do, have any like secret secret tactic you used i think my biggest advice would be get an actual email like your company email like don't like message them with like a gmail basically that's my biggest advice i started out with a gmail and they kind of just like blow you off almost mm -hmm. and then right when i switched to like a company email like ben at seek supply or whatever like yeah. they just take you a little more seriously right off the bat makes sense how did the conversation flow with manufacturing your product in terms of like the conversation, did you like, how, how do you even start a conversation like that? Like you, you just like, I want to create two protein powders. Well, like they're like basically powder manufacturers. Like that's what they do for a living. Like it wasn't too complex. Um, the only thing was like most manufacturers didn't know what clearway isolate was. That's what this is called. Um, but that one, the first manufacturer I mentioned, like they invented it. So they, they obviously knew how to do it. I basically talked to them and then like tried to relay that information to other manufacturers. Mm. And that's where they were like, dude, like I have no clue what you're talking about. And I hardly knew what I was talking about either. Mm -hmm. So then 
it didn't work too well. Yeah. Dang. How long was the process of talking with manufacturers? Took for that's what took the longest time. Longest. Like they take like two weeks to respond and like they'll take like a month to like send you samples. And some some of them will even like charge you like thousands of dollars for samples. Like the one of the first two I um went to actually charged me over a thousand dollars just to get samples when like most of the other ones did sit for free. Dang. So like I wasted a lot of money there. Yeah. Did you get these for free? The samples? Sam- like the protein itself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It's super nice because they live really close to me. So I just drive to them. Like, we mix up a flavor and, like, just do iterations there. Like, yeah. It's like a 15 minute drive for me. So, damn, that's super nice. Yeah. Were you reaching out to other people just in, like, the US in general, or did you try to keep it pretty local? Oh, yeah. Everywhere in the US. Okay. It just happened to be the, the best one was around me, which is pretty sweet. But, yeah. There was a lot of them in Georgia for whatever reason. Hmm. Georgia and Texas are, are really big mm-hmm. for protein. It yeah. seems like. Yeah, I think I heard from someone that on it, the supplement company owns like a lot of the whey protein creation. And that's what a lot of companies will use to make their way out of. So they have like this wholesale side to on it where oh. if you're wanting to create a protein brand or you want just whey protein, you can reach out to Onnit and they actually take up a majority of like the market share for that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, huh. I, didn't, I didn't know that. And that was, that was interesting. There's Here. a lot of inter- interesting stuff you learn when you like start reaching out to those kind of people. I, I learned a lot of manufacturers own their own supplement companies. So they basically get their supplements for free or basically cheap because they own the manufacturing facility. I learned a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of a smart way to do it. Yeah. I mean, if if you're going to launch a product, you build so many connections and I mean, you almost have to sometimes in some instances build what you need to create your product. So then, you know, once you get to that point, you can just start offering the services you created to other people, which is just another business in itself. That's a complex business, a manufacturer, especially a protein like all the approvals and like all that that would be a lot yeah but yeah definitely definitely how was it working with the like nutrition scientists to you know create it i mean i wasn't like in the lab with them but like we just like talk over the phone and all that kind of stuff um kind of cool i mean i don't know much about it but i mean it's pretty interesting i get to go to the facility and kind of see how they make it and like um see all the bottles being made like on the actual production run pretty soon here so that has to be sick yeah thing that sucks they said no videos in there no videos yeah i was trying to get a little tiktok out of that yeah why do you think they don't allow videos i don't know trade secret stuff in there i I don't know Hmm. just didn't i can imagine you don't want someone taking videos like in your manufacturing facility but yeah I don't know. Maybe they're not strict about it. He just he just mentioned that to me. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, so kind of coming today where your brand is at, I mean, you're about to receive like a ton of products for it. What's kind of your game plan to get those products out of your house <laughs> into other yeah. people's houses? Uh, so it's, it's mostly going to be online sales to start. Like I don't plan on doing like wholesale in-store kind of stuff for a little bit here. Um, I have reached out to a couple like local gyms to like stock a couple, maybe like a couple hundred if they want to. Um, but it's mainly going to be like social media driven stuff. Like I really believe like TikTok is like a big play for like, especially like a younger like business person. Um, so I'm definitely going to lean into that a lot. Did you post that one TikTok that you did on the street yet? Working at editing okay. that. Yeah. Okay. How How is it coming? The That video? Yeah. They're fine. I mean, the mics were like a little bit windy. Oh, shoot. But we actually got one of like these construction workers who were like cleaning windows and they actually like came down to try it. Mm -hmm. And they were just absolute goons. Like they had like dips in (laughs) and like they were perfect and they loved it too. Sweet. Yeah. So that'll be a good video. Yeah. Did you get good content from that experience? 
there wasn't many people out. Like we only got like maybe 10 people total, mm. but maybe like four or five videos out of it. So, okay. Yeah. What, what did you think about the WeWork idea? The gym idea? I like that idea. I don't know about leaving it there like by itself. Okay. You think like leaving it there by itself and just leaving? Yeah. So to give like a little context, there's a gym in a place that we work at, which is like we work in this building and they have kind of this little gym there and thinking about a way to try to get people to like sample it, but not to always be there all the time. I mean, you definitely could be there maybe for a short while, but if you're able to place yourself in a gym, offer the sample product to them and then direct them directly to a place to purchase it like a QR code or something. Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, no, that's a great idea. I just yeah. I don't know about leaving it there like. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if, if you don't <laughs> want to leave it there, yeah. like then feel free to not leave it there. I think the concept would be cool. And I think even like that concept for other gyms too. Um, cuz generally most brands if you're selling a product, the founder's not there, which is it's it's it is a value add if the founder's there to talk about the product and help sell it to you. Yeah. Um, so something like that would be cool. And you could probably crush content oh, that yeah. way too. That'd be sick. The only issue is, so like, I only have a certain amount of samples. Like I actually paid to get like 170 samples made of each flavor. So I'm trying to like figure out like where I divvy those out. Like I'm trying to send like some to influencers, trying to like do these sample taste testings like i still have a bunch left i'm just trying to figure out like how do you best use those i guess mm -hmm. but yeah would you be able to take just like a bottle and then fill up a water like a small water bottle and then just put your branding around it like almost those little little water bottles and then just kind of mix it in there and then maybe wrap a label similar to this around the little water bottle That'd be, I'd have to buy new labels, but... Yeah. You'd have to buy... Yeah, you definitely have to buy new labels. For now, you could kind of... <laughs> you could make it, like, really sketchy and then just, like, draw on the outside of the unbranded water bottle. But yeah. that probably wouldn't look super great. Um, but so you plan to utilize, like, TikTok. Do you plan to run any ads for it? Um, okay, so my main thing is I'm going to be doing this referral campaign pretty soon here. So basically what it is is... You ever heard of like Harry's, the like the shavers? They did this like 10 years ago and they got like 100,000 emails in like a week from doing this. So basically what they do is like a milestone referral campaign. So you refer your friends. Let's say one friend signs up, you get a prize. If, if four fr friends sign up, they get a different prize. We good? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so basically, it's like a, a tiered prize thing for how many people they refer. So okay. the thing is, like, you, you want to start out with, like, let's say 50 of your close friends. You hope all your friends, like, send it. To, each one of your friends sends it to, like, three different people and just keeps going on and on from there. And so what I'm going to be doing is every person you get to sign up, let's say you get one sign up, you get a 25% discount, like, on our website for any product. If you get two people to sign up, you get a free blender bottle. If you get five people, I think it's 10 people actually, you get to sign up, you get a free protein. And then 20 people to sign up, you get like both proteins and both blender bottles. Nice. So. Yeah. By sign up, are you just meaning capture emails? Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Okay. So you hope that from those emails, like obviously you get sales from that. And Yeah. Do you plan to build out some type of like email strategy email flow for that for like the emails that are coming in to be able to then sell to those emails either through like more i guess email campaigns email flows or even ads too yeah so like there's a there's an app that called viral loops that basically does this and they have like all the email automations like hmm. if someone like reaches a certain tier it'll send an email it says oh congrats like you won this so it's all basically automated, but like once you have those emails, then yeah, you, like eventually I'll set up like, like I think I have like a welcome flow that like just introduces me, like all that kind of stuff, introduces my brand. And then eventually you hope like over the, the long term they'll be customers. And 
yeah. fans of the brand, I guess. So yeah, for sure. And referrals, like referral strategies for brands, work great. Even a brand that we work with at Active, we have a give ten dollars get ten dollars, and it's doing like really well and it's yeah. crushing. So it's kind of a similar strategy to the one that for you're sure. creating as well. And like they crush because it's kind of a less complex way of instead of going the ad route where you're, you know, targeting people and trying to get them to convert, you're now relying more on like the word of mouth, but it's more through like email to sell it. Yeah. And it's like a message or text from your friend. So you're Mm -hmm. way more likely to read it. Well, you're going to read it. So it's like, and I tried to like, I think this is a great idea because it's like gamifying like the referral campaign basically. So like on the website, like when someone signs up, it'll like show your progress. It'll say like one person signed up, two people signed up and like, it, it shows like the progress bar. So I think I, hopefully that works good. Like for Harry's, like I said, they got a hundred thousand emails mm-hmm. like a week before they launched, which is obviously like insane. So that will like obviously be amazing for them like for years to come. So mm-hmm. hopefully that happens, but yeah, for sure. Do you plan on, so is that kind of your main strategy that you're going to be launching with? That and kind of like reaching out to influencers. I'm going to be trying to send a bunch of samples to like, um, I don't know if we covered this earlier, but like basically with my company, like there's a lot of supplement companies that kind of cater towards like the bodybuilding power lifter type. And that's totally cool. But like, I know that I don't aspire to be like a power lifter or like a bodybuilder. And I don't think a lot of people do. I think they just work out just for like to look good and feel good. So like that's kind of the the type of people I want to target more. And what what were you talking about before? Yeah, no, I mean, I know what you're in terms of strategy. That so you're, and then yeah, what were we talking about that I forgot. Um, you you're getting to like the strategy on the influencers. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, yeah. the types of influencers I was that's what I was getting to. Okay. The types of influencers I want to reach out to are more like the people who you wouldn't think like work out like a snowboarder like. An Olympic snowboarder, let's say, like he clearly works out like to be the best at his sport, but like you wouldn't think of a snowboarder as someone who's like actively in the gym, you know, I like surfers, BMX people. I think like that's like a cool route to go. Definitely athletes and obviously like fitness influencers, I guess. But yeah. Okay. I think I want to go more like the everyday active person route. How has reaching out via Instagram to these influencers been going? for you i've only reached out to like 10 so far just because i want to do it like closer to launch Mm. but i've gotten like i mean pretty good i'd say almost all of them answered dang i'm not reaching out to like a million follower people like it's more like some local people and some like maybe 100k followers Mm -hmm. sweet but i've been really looking at like tiktok influencers just because it like there's a bunch from now a bunch of new ones too so Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool yeah definitely do you plan to see if they can get some like content created for you with them using the product so you could then post how are you creating your messages to send to them that's what i'm struggling with right now because like the way i see it is like i ideally i'd want like five influencers that i actually like work with on an everyday basis and like are actually friends with to like kind of build like a more of a community rather than like reaching out to Kylie Jenner and like doing a thing with her. Mm-hmm. I feel like people see through that. You don't want to do, you don't want to work with Kylie? I mean, Kylie, if you're, if you're watching. This is, this is what your story would go like, just like yeah. to, to the moon. Kylie, if you're watching, that, that was a bad example. but <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you see like, okay, Kendall. Okay. <laughs> you see those big influencers and it's kind of like oversaturated at this point. Like, it's like it doesn't make me personally want to buy anything. I feel like the more like micro influencers are the way to go these days, and like actually like engaging with them, like actually like hanging out with them in your content. I feel like. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. I think, you know, there's influencer marketing has been so popular in the last like ten, twenty years of just people posting on Instagram and you know, promoting other people's products that it's just been so, I don't know, so just like gray maybe, or 
Just like you're just used to it. Yeah, exactly. And it's nothing unique and you know it's an ad. So you're just like, oh, this is just another ad in my feed. Versus like if you can connect with someone like a micro influencer and have them actually authentically share your product because you know them. Yeah. Like so much way better. Exactly. It's like a massive influencer. And someone that actually sharing. cares about your product. Like I would never like, like I, if I send it to these people, I'm like, it, like honestly, tell me if you like it. If you don't like it, like we don't have to like don't it isn't there's no pressure to like work together like if you like it then hell yeah let's do it but like if you don't like that's totally cool like yeah just i'd rather have someone that like actually likes it and like actually wants to work with our, our brand so yeah when when is official launch date i know i think you have to yeah. update it don't have an official launch but it should be around october 11th i think okay i still can't get an exact date from like the manufacturer for whatever reason it's gotten pushed back like twice now, which kind of sucks, but is thinking that, is that of caution at all? I don't know, man. It's my first, <laughs> it's my first one. So yeah, if it shows up, I'll be happy. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you been able to go there? Not yet. No, no, I'm planning on it though. When they're actually like doing it on, like they're doing the run actually, which should be in like two weeks. And then the thing I didn't know is when it, when it's actually all done, they have to have it sit there for seven to 10 days to like test it. So it'll be done two weeks before that date. But like, I didn't know they had to like sit there and test it for 10 days hmm. and then it ships to my house and then I still have to ship it to the customers. So, okay. Yeah. I suppose that makes sense. Maybe for like a consumable like product, you don't, if they keep it there, you know, in their warehouse, they can at least test it to make sure that everything is maybe setting Right. Because I know that's something with like pre-workouts because there's some, you know, supplements that you put within a pre-workout. Sometimes it can have like clumping yeah, yeah. effects. So I guess that makes sense. But still, that's kind of a pain in the ass to like <laughs> it's there, but you don't have it yet. So, yeah. What sucks is they told me 12 to 16 weeks was the lead time and I ordered it in May 30th. And I think this October date, October date will be like 18 weeks. So, Dang. I mean, first order, they said like the next ones will be less of a lead time, hopefully, mm-hmm. but 18 weeks is a long time, man. Like, I feel yeah. like that ha- I ordered it like years ago. Mm-hmm. It feels like so long, but yeah. And it's no like small <clears throat> penny. I'm sure to like place an order for that stuff too. Um, uh, like, yeah. How, how does the payment structure for something like that work? The good thing is you pay for it when it's ready to get shipped out. So like the whole goal is like we get a bunch of pre-orders to kind of pay for most of that. Oh, that's really the goal of it. Yeah. So it's a lot of money up front. So that's why we need to like go hard with pre-orders. But Mm -hmm. if not, I believe in the product enough to where it'll sell. But we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah, definitely. So how has promoting it on social media been going? Not bad. I mean, um, I think friends and family have like really liked it, thought, thought it's like a pretty good idea so far. I've had like a couple random people order from TikTok so far, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's Just, like, Yeah, really cool. Um, I, like I said, I haven't done any like paid ads or anything yet. I haven't done any influencers, so we'll see in the next week or two here what yeah. really happens. But Dude, it's such a great feeling being able to like create something yourself and then put it up on like an online store and then get a sale Dude. from it it's it's such a cool experience best feeling ever and yeah. you're like looking to see who ordered it and then you can like send them a message or include a card in like the order or something yep. because it's 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 awesome because you're just starting out and you're trying to make your idea your dream become reality so cool um it's amazing you ever look at like the live feed of like who's on your website like you can see like the united states and you yeah. can see like who's there you're like dude there's a guy in wyoming looking at my website like that's that's awesome like yeah yeah no i've, I've definitely done that before sometimes it's it's like oh is there someone really i mean some of the times will be people all over just like randomly in random spots in the world Do you ship world, very, worldwide by the way um I don't. I don't think I offer worldwide shipping. Yeah, I, I don't think either. it's yeah mainly to the U.S. Um, worldwide shipping definitely gets way more expensive. Um, From what I've heard, though, like 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 I have a couple of friends in the U.K. and they say like they're used to paying like more expensive shipping costs, 
So hmm. I, don't, I don't know the downside of at least offering it. Yeah, you could definitely offer it and start small, like start with Canada and Mexico and then just work your way up to other countries. Like I think Canada would be a great like other country to ship to. I'm just scared about like taxes. I have no clue about any of the mm. worldwide taxes. Like I know that I just got done learning about all the US crap. It's like so complicated, but yeah, it is a lot for sure. What did you do to learn about the business setup and the tax side of your business? That's the other great thing about this taking so long is I just got so much time to just learn about that kind of stuff. Um, I got a mentor from, there's a th- place called Score, basically like like a volunteer mentor and he helped me a lot with the tax stuff. A lot of just like, I think I saw the, you had the tax-free wealth book. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm reading that right now. Great book. <laughs> I read that whole thing. Really nice. helpful. So just reading books, um, working with that mentor basically. Um, yeah, just researching and you know, crap ton, taking notes and stuff. Like, I have a whole binder of just like sales tax notes and crap. Yeah. What would you say has been the most helpful tip for you on the tax side and business setup? Helpful tip. It's tough because I like I've only filed taxes once or sales tax once, and like I don't even know if I'm like doing it hundred percent correctly. Yet, to be honest. <laughs> I think Dude, I, it never feels like you're doing it. I know, like, like, you're like it's like ah. Uh, I mean, even at the end of the year, kind of like yeah, I'm pretty sure this is closely accurate. But do you file with like this is going to be very technical at this point? But oh, it's not good. Do you file like through like an Excel sheet, basically? An Excel sheet? Yeah. Um, Your sales tax. Like uploading the Excel. Yeah. Um, I do it through QuickBooks. But like to the. Um, MNE services thing mm-hmm. like you do sales tax in MN or, or Minnesota obviously right yes so like I think you need to upload it in a CSV file right which is Excel is that uh, quarterly or end of year quarterly quarterly I've never uploaded anything via C- CSV file what do you do it's mainly just I do the IRS and then off then the Minnesota and then I just go through their um, portal to just pay with like a bank account and then I just kind of input my estimated tax okay for the year that's I kind got, of what I, I gotta look doing. into that because okay. I did all my crap manually like it took forever dang yeah yeah I mean I so my my mom helps with uh the tax side of stuff and like she's been an accountant for a long time and that's super clutch. grateful to like that's yeah, clutch. it's awesome <laughs> yeah um so she's she's helped me she's help Devin with any tax stuff and she'll like talk to people too about like how to best set up your business and how to pay taxes and stuff. So That's clutch. I can share any information too because there's a lot of information just, I mean, there's a, I think it's TurboTax that will offer it very easy, but you don't actually need those services. Like you can do everything yourself. Yeah. It's just very, it can be very confusing and intimidating to people that don't know anything because you're paying money to the government and you're like i don't know they make it so hard to like learn it too it's like why don't like why is it so hard to pay them like Mm -hmm. it's yeah i use quickbooks too but i don't know maybe we'll have to talk to her or something yeah yeah we'll we'll talk about it for sure we'll we'll get that right we don't want the irs coming knocking at your door the thing is i think it's right but i just don't know like you just never know i guess Mm -hmm. but yeah definitely if they come knocking at my door we'll see yeah, just, <laughs> I pay it at least. So. Yeah, like at least you got the the spreadsheet of all the info. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of looking out into the future, where would you like to see your brand going? You know, in the next five years. Mm. I don't really know as far as like sales projections go, but as far as like, like I want to build like. A cool team like maybe I don't, I don't know like I don't know it, it's tough for me to tell right now just because like I just haven't even like launched yet yeah like but could like, you if you were to even describe your brand in five years in terms of what it looks like where, okay. you, where you offer it maybe some of the products you'd like to release what kind of feel you'd like to have with the products that type of um, vision so I kind of want it to be more of like a lifestyle type brand like 
uh, I don't know, like, like there's different supplements routes you could definitely go. You could go more towards the honor route, which is like human performance, very focused. You could go towards the ghost lifestyle route, which is, you know, you have your supplements that are very focused, mm, kind of on trendy flavors, I guess you could say. And then also you have like their gamer side too. Yeah. Not so much lifestyle. I feel like it's mainly gamer and then just like people that are in the fitness industry. I think lifestyle, it's like the most lifestyle out of the supplement brands though. Okay. That's what I would say. Like they were like my big inspiration for starting this one actually. And I think I'll obviously like kind of do some of the stuff they're doing and like put my own twist on it basically. Like do like a more modern, like I think I have like a little bit more of a younger crowd that I'm going for. Maybe like a 25 to like 30 crowd and just kind of a more like lifestyle, like modern take on supplements basically. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. I really love like what Ghost Lifestyle has done and what they've created and even doing their different flavor collabs, which is really it seems like really difficult to do and it takes a long time those are really exciting too like yeah. when they get announced like they said those some of those take like five years to do it's like mm-hmm. i eventually want to do something like that like okay. i don't know partner with like a kool-aid or like yeah minute made lemonade or something that'd be kind of cool cool if you were to what would your brand be that you'd want to partner with hmm. there are just so many options like there's so many like fruity you're saying it's like a flavor collaboration yeah, kind of? Yeah. There's, I don't know. I know like Ghosted, like a Sour Patch Kids one. That's kind of cool. Maybe like Starburst or something. Mm. That'd be kind of cool. That would be sick. I think Minute Made Lemonade, like their pink lemonade. I love that. Ooh. You should always drink that in high school. Yeah. I think that'd be really good. That would be sick. Do you plan? I know this is kind of, I guess, I guess it's still in the same topic. Would you plan to come out with new variations of protein powder? Like, would you ever come out with bars? Would you ever come out with like a coffee combination of protein? That's what I haven't really decided yet. So like, I think I think for now what I would relate this to is like the seltzer boom. You know how like White Claw was like the main one right away? And then like every single company did it? That I honestly think like that's what this will kind of be like. And you just hope like, you focus all your time and effort on this one product and like you hope it blows up before everyone else does it. That's what I think is going to happen. Just because like obviously this isn't like proprietary, like any other company could make something similar. I think it'll be like that. What was your question again? Yes. Would you plan to, you know, come out with maybe bars in the future or even mixing your protein with like coffee? That's interesting. But yeah, I think like, the first couple of years, I'd want to focus just on this, get as big as can be, and then obviously do, I don't know what's going to be the big thing then. That's that's kind of interesting, coffee and protein. Yeah. We've we've talked about putting caffeine in this. Hmm. Just because it's like, I don't know, you could maybe take it like before a workout, like with your pre-workout almost. Hmm. Yeah, it's actually a benefit to adding caffeine in a post-workout shake if you have like carbs with it as well to absorb the uh, things metabolism maybe in terms of digesting. So it helps you absorb the nutrients mm. better. Um, I'd have to look in to make sure I get those words right, but I just have heard that caffeine is a benefit in that way. The only thing about that is like, I feel like some people take like their shakes like in the afternoon or at night. So you don't want to take caffeine obviously, but not a bad idea for sure. Like, yeah. One thing that's really underrated about this product that I love doing is I'll like, since it's like fruity flavors, like the, the pre-workout and stuff, like the same flavors almost, I mix like the protein with pre-workout with like creatine in like one drink because they're all the same flavors and mm. it just tastes super good. Yeah. So. Can't do that with a, with a milk exactly. based way. That's one thing I forgot to mention. I think that's something I would definitely do is come out with like a pre-workout or something else to mix with that's the that's the same flavor as this so you can like mix it in the same drink Mm -hmm. that would be cool i've never seen a brand or a product like that where it's like a combination (laughs) of combination of all your you know workout needs in like one supplement i think that'd be kind of cool or maybe not even in one supplement i'm saying like just same flavors so you can mix them you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like if i had like a mango pineapple pre-workout mango pineapple 
I think creatine is usually unflavored, but creatine, mm-hmm. like whatever. Yeah. Nootropics. I don't really do much with that, but yeah. So eventually. you have you have strawberry splash here, and then you have mango pineapple. What yep. would be your third flavor? A lot of people um, have said they want lemonade. And what's interesting is lemonade is one of the first flavors I ever tried. And it just, it was fine. It just wasn't like an out of the park flavor to me. But Hannah tried it and she said she like loved it. So maybe, maybe lemonade. We tried blue raspberry, Ooh. which was really good. Yeah. Um, but the whole thing is kind of like, I want it to be different colors than these ones. So like, I wouldn't want to come out with like a watermelon right away. So there's like two reds, you know? Yeah, no, that makes sense for sure. Yeah, so like, I think lemonade could make sense. A yellow one, blue, blue, yeah. blue raspberry, or like blue raspberry for sure. I love blue raspberry. Do you what think is, that sounds weird though in a protein? Blue raspberry? Because like oh. people think about that and they'll be like, oh, it's kind of weird. I th- I think you're good as long as it tastes like Jolly Rancher blue raspberry. It does taste <laughs> like that, but like <laughs> oh, when that? you hear that, Let's go. don't you think like, oh, that's kind of weird? Like I've never seen a protein like that. I would love that. Honestly, I think. You've tried it though, so it's a little bit different. So you know, well, I like, had, yeah, I haven't had the blue raspberry. But like, you know, like the consistency, you know. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I think honestly, if anything, so if you take something like this and you flavor it, something that people really like, I think they're willing to consume it. That could be like blue raspberry grass, and if someone is really likes a flavor of something, I feel like they'd be willing to try it. I mean, obviously, the grass example is pretty bad. (laughs) Asphalt. (laughs) Yeah. If if they were to, you know, if they're a little more intimidated by something, you flavor something that they really like, I bet you they'd be willing to try it out. I think another cool route would be, like, partnering with, like, a brand like Star Wars or something and doing, like, cool, like, green lightsaber and it's, like, green apple kind of. Oh, Something like that almost. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool. I just think like, it's like the super exciting brand partnerships are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like later down the line, probably yeah. obviously, but definitely, definitely a lot Ooh. of options. Yes. I did want to talk about the naturally and artificially flavored, um, combo. When you explained it to me, it definitely made sense on why you went that route in terms of making it, you know, taste good. Yeah. Um, is that kind of the main reason for, you know, blending those two together? For the most part, yeah. So naturally flavored means it's uh, flavored with stevia and artificially flavored, or, yeah, 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 that's right. And then artificially is means it's with sucralose. The naturally flavored obviously just doesn't taste as good. It's kind of more like a bitter taste. And we started all these with all natural flavors. Um, and they're they're fine. They're just not like as good as the... Um, the artificial flavors, obviously. So we thought to start like flavor is a little bit more important than being all natural, you know? Yeah. Obviously it's, it's important, but I would say 90% of people don't really care to be honest. Okay. But eventually I want to obviously get into like a uh, all vegan option, like all natural flavors, that kind of stuff. But yeah. No, that makes sense. Do you have, do you add colors to it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like when you mix it, it's red and, and yellow or yeah. orangish color. Do you have the option to add colors to it or could you go totally colorless for both and still keep the f- flavors the same? You can add color to like the actual powder you're saying? Yeah. I mean, could you, because like colors can sometimes be a, some, a, a debate, I guess you could say, on like adding colors to different supplements and stuff. So I was curious, like, could you still keep the natural artificially flavored, that flavor without the color added to it? I actually don't know. Okay. All good. I was just curious. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's something I'd obviously have to ask my manufacturer, but. Yeah. Because I feel like I've heard like, generally what I connect in my brain is like, if it's artificially flavored, then there's, you know, sometimes color added to it. Generally, if it's, you know, only naturally flavored, then it's kind of colorless to that point. Hmm. But I don't know if there's maybe an option that you can just, like... And you're saying people are against adding colors? Um, There's some people that, um, maybe if they're really focused on, like, you know, if 
sometimes from for some people colors can react in their body based off of like what kind of color is added um i know I there's like certain types that are bad i don't i don't think yeah. we have any of those it's like it's more like oh you had a beetroot extract for this color so i think it's nice. more like coloring like literally for the color mm. of the yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. color like red 40 or something like yeah, that it's yeah it's not bad yeah. okay 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 yeah 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 so is, are these all then like colored just naturally or colors i don't know much about the colors okay to be honest <laughs> um oh cool sweet awesome yeah i know like that one has like beetroot or whatever and this one has rabbit i don't even know what the color is in this one to be honest this one's way more colorful colorful than this one though mm. okay which i might want to change for next one just because it's not like as red as I want it to be. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess you saw it. It's kind of like a little bit more yeah. faded. Yeah. It's, it's not like too big of a caution, I feel like, for like consumers on like color more so because sometimes people, I think, will connect color with maybe like added dye and stuff. That, yeah, I could see that. Because it's, I mean, if you, what is it? Sometimes if you drink stuff, then you'll like, it'll come out colorful too if you go to the bathroom. I haven't Which, seen that, but <laughs> might want to try to, you know, stay away from yeah. that happening. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I didn't too much color, but um, Ben, who has been your biggest inspiration to like create uh, the brand that you've created thus far? As far as a brand goes, I'd say definitely Ghost Lifestyle. Like, they've been super. Uh, what's the word innovative in the space I would say and I think that's something that's super cool that I want to do that obviously not like copy them at all but I want to try to it's it's kind of interesting that they're in the same space as me so it's like kind of weird but yeah they've definitely been a big inspiration for me and hopefully I'll meet them someday I don't want to like be their enemies so yeah <laughs> I guess we're kind of competitors now Could but... maybe do like a collab yeah yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool yeah um yeah to kind of yeah. yeah, to kind of wrap up the podcast here, um, I'm going to, this is the first time that I've added the, ask this question in a while. I used to include it within like a three ending question that I used to do. Um, but if you were to go camping with three people alive or dead, who would those three people be and why? <laughs> like famous people? Just anyone. Just anyone. Hmm. I'll go like the famous person route. I think it'd be cool. I'd go with Jack Harlow, Carl Anthony Towns, Big Timberwolves guy. Let's see, one more. Hmm. We got a rapper, we got an NBA player. Let's go like a business owner. Gary V, maybe? Ooh, Gary V. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. It'd be a good group. Gary V, yeah, that'd be awesome. Maybe Kylie Jenner too. Kylie Jenner, just yeah, to, just to promote the yeah, pretty much. products. Yeah. Just, just for like the content. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> just because I threw I threw shade at the start of the podcast, yeah. right, sir? I gotta I gotta invite her. Got, yeah, gotta send an invite. Yeah, just in least. case she's watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then if you were to leave your last piece of advice to maybe your younger self, what would that be? Wait, say that again. Yeah, if you were to leave your last piece of advice to, you know, your younger self on maybe how to progress through life on what you've experienced so far. I mean, we're both pretty young, so yeah. it doesn't have to be like some like deep wisdom. But, you know, if you've heard anything from other people or even what you've learned thus far, is there anything you would share to your younger self? Hmm. I'd probably share this quote. I actually just got this tattoo. Nice. It's called, it says, fortune favors the bold. Mm. and it's from the movie The Founder, if you've ever watched it. Oh, the McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a guy who stole the, uh, the idea of McDonald's, basically. <laughs> yeah. But I just remember sitting in my bed and hearing that quote, and I was like, dude, that's, like, the coolest quote I've ever heard, and it's, like, it kind of stands for, like, um, like, people always say, like, success is, is luck, or, like, it, like it's, it's partially luck, kind of, and it's like the more you put yourself out there and put yourself in uncomfortable situations, the more likely you are to like succeed, I'd say. It's kind of like the more spins you do on a roulette or on a slot, like the better chance you have of like getting a jackpot. It's, I, I, 
I think that's kind of cool. And it's just like when you put yourself out there, it, it, you'd be surprised like what can happen basically. Mm-hmm. And I'm still working on that. Like I'm pretty bad at that kind of stuff. So that's something I've been really trying to work on. And especially with like the social media stuff, that's like super uncomfortable for me. Mm. And that's like one thing I've been really trying to work on is like you put yourself out there, like good, good stuff will happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And the right sure. people will come eventually. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're both still young and it's like doing uncomfortable things is, just like great to progress and grow for sure mm-hmm. so sweet and then ben how can people snag some some uh, protein powder where yeah, should they go so it's on seeksupply.com s-e-e-q supply.com um pre-orders are 20 20 off right now and then i guess most people that watch this might even hear about the referral campaign if they get sent it true some minnesota people what code should they use for the 25 percent off i believe it's i actually think it's 20 percent off it's seek okay. 20 it's okay. on the website on like the top banner Sweet. so awesome well ben it's been a pleasure yeah. thank you so much for coming on the podcast thanks and for having just me just everything that you are doing in your journey through life this far i wish you the best thank you thanks so. for having me Thank you for tuning into the podcast with Ben. If you enjoyed it, please send us a DM on Instagram at Behind the Vision Pod or at Ever underscore North or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts as we love to receive your feedback on the show. If you want to stay up to date on new podcasts and collection drops from Ever North, check out evernorthco.com. Thanks again for listening and hope you have an amazing day.